the blast from our past network. Hey everybody, co-host Corey here. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of the show. We are kicking off our very first BFOP network-wide roundtable review, and this time it's of Mortal Kombat 2021. The reason for the movie selection is most of us in the network have some kind of nostalgic love for the Mortal Kombat series, be it either the video games or the movie, the original movie. So we thought this would be a fun way to introduce people uh, who listen to this show, uh, maybe introduce them to other shows uh, in our network. So we hope you enjoy this roundtable review, and we also hope you check out some of the awesome podcasts in the BFOP network. So get over here and enjoy our BFOP network roundtable review of Mortal Kombat 2021. What's up, everybody? This is Corey from Podcasting After Dark, and welcome to the very first BFOP Network Roundtable discussion. This time, we <laughs> we are talking Mortal Kombat 2021, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone here involved. <laughs> but before we get to our thoughts on, on the movie, I want to go and uh, introduce everybody here. And uh, starting with my pal, Adam. What's up, buddy? Hey, Corey. <laughs> yes, I am Adam from three fucking podcasts on this network. I'm from the Blast From Our Past podcast, Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and Throwback Trivia Takedown. And I forgot to mention it, but uh, say what, uh, what brought you into Mortal Kombat? Just what was the very first Mortal Kombat anything that you fell in love with? Um, I had uh, a Sega Game Gear, the handheld thing, and I had Mortal Kombat 2. That's the first, like, Mortal Kombat that I actually played. And then, of course, when the movie came out, um, love the fuck out of it. Nice, nice. And uh, congratulations on your on your first home, buddy. That's that's awesome. And Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're, you're recording in your basement, hence the echo. <laughs> All right, John, my man, what is up? What are your podcasts? And uh, what was your first uh, love with Mortal Kombat? I'm John. I am also from the Blast from Our Past podcast and Throwback Trivia Takedown, and thankfully not Cartwright. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Shade <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> You're going to do a Mad About You podcast, though, right? I, I would be more down for that than I would be for a Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, John, not a fan of Seinfeld. No, not at all. Um, I actually was thinking about this the other day. I, I think the very first time I ever played Mortal Kombat was after the first one came out, I think we rented a Sega Genesis for the weekend and spent all weekend making up tournaments between uh, me and my brother. And I'm pretty sure I had a friend over and we just, that's what we did all night was that's we just awesome. rode out tournaments and played them as different characters. Never mind the fact that some people were better players than others. <laughs> characters were the ones that were important. I'm pretty sure that's actually my first memory of Mortal Kombat, as it were. And then, of course, the movie, the original movie, excuse me. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. Got to have. And you had I'm sure you had that blood code for the Genesis, which which we all did for Mortal Kombat one. Uh, Tim. What's up, my man? What's your podcast? It's starting to sound like, who's your daddy and what's he do from who's kindergarten? Your <laughs> <laughs> what's your podcast and what's your Mortal Kombat love? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks, Corey. What an introduction. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should just let you go for a little bit with that, but we're, we won't. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Tim from you. Talking Back. 
Yeah. Tim from talking back. And uh, I just straight out hit the OG Mortal Kombat in the arcade. Uh, I was not allowed to go to the arcade. So all the more reason to do it, man. Nice. And yeah, nice. Uh, then yeah, after that, it was Sega Genesis on the Sega Genesis. Blood code. Me too. Got to yeah, have that blood code. <laughs> all right. Diener, my man, what's up? And uh, what's your love for Mortal Kombat? What's up, Corey? I'm Dean from Talking Back. I'm Tim's brother. I feel like we we had different parents sometimes, but uh, I was uh, my parents were very strict. His were <laughs> were very loosey goosey. They didn't let him go to the arcade, but they would let him play Mortal Kombat. I never got to play Mortal Kombat. My parents were strict. Um, <laughs> so my introduction to it was the 1995 movie. Ah. Hit that thing hard. Ah, they still right. had a chance with you, Dean. There was still a chance I, to go. I think that's what it was. Right yeah. <laughs> I showed a little promise when I was young. So they're like, we better do something here. <laughs> we, we better keep him away are, from more. It's too late already. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, we got uh, Zach, my man, from Podcasting After Dark, my brother from Another Mother. What's up, dude? What's happening? Obviously, uh, the less sleazier side to my <laughs> beautiful bodacious Corey stevenson um yeah my 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 backstory with mortal Kombat is uh played the hell out of the arcade game and the video game and when the movie came out my good buddy mark fong dressed up as uh lu kang for the premiere in sunnyvale sorry san jose thinking oh it's gonna be a bunch of people at this thing there's like six people at this thing. And they're like, why are you wearing ski pants and a tank top? And he's like, I'm, I'm Liu Kang. And the guy's like, who? And he goes, just tear my ticket. And so that's my introduction to Mortal Kombat. And then I just found out the other day that uh, Johnny Cage was inspired by JCVD. So oh, yeah. uh, oh, I just God. read that today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I read it yesterday. Uh, yeah. I was shocked. I was like, oh, that makes sense and disappointed at the same time. Especially if yeah. you look at the the very first Mortal Kombat, the way he's designed. I mean, he looks exactly like... Uh, yeah, it totally uh, makes yeah, sense JCD now. Does I just the, yeah. didn't dawn on yeah. me at the time. Yeah. And uh, all right. And the newest addition to our network, the awesome Action Action Podcast, Dustin, my man, what is up, dude? What is your love for Mortal Kombat? Well, uh, yeah, I think I first played it in an arcade, the original arcade game. And then later I had a Super Nintendo, so I didn't get the blood on that first game, you know, when it came out, which was, oh. uh, you know, it was like gray or like sweat. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be like sweat or sweat something. Sanitized. Yeah. Uh, but Mortal Kombat 2 was the game that really, I really, really fell in love with it. So, and that they put the blood in for that one for some reason. They just kind of caved on their moral code for that. So, worked I, I out. Think <laughs> I think the, if I remember correctly, I think the Mortal Kombat one on the Genesis, like not even barely, like it just blew away, you know, Super Nintendo's version. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm like you actually, Dustin, I loved the, the original, played it in the arcade, but I fell in love with Mortal Kombat with, with Mortal Kombat two. And to this day, that's honestly one of my favorite arcade games of all time. I love the color palette. I just love the way it looks, but specifically I love the ninjas. So 
We all, so the reason we decided to do this is we all have clearly a love for the Mortal Kombat franchise. And we, you know, we found out that this movie was coming out. So we were like, hey, let's talk about this way before the movie came out. We, we planned this. And uh, I'm just going to jump in with some overall thoughts. When I watched it, I was... <laughs> I was aggressively angry the entire time that I, I felt like like what they had done to my franchise. But I watched it again today, and I do have to say I did like it a little bit more the second time when I wasn't being so actively offended by what I was seeing on screen. Um, that's not to say I think there's a great movie there, but there are a lot of positive points about it. I do want to get some overall thoughts, some real quick uh, uh, overall thoughts. Adam, buddy, what, what did you think, my man, when you saw it? Uh, so the one thing I want to mention is I think Mortal Kombat is the one franchise I think that, we, that we've covered actually the most on Blast from Our Past, um, only because... Uh, John and I did it. We talked to Mortal Kombat and we did a recasting of Mortal Kombat actually way back in 2018. Um, and then Corey, you and I did a live commentary and then we did a sequels episode, uh, also talking Annihilation. Um, I went in with, you know, fairly low expectations and just from hearing your tone, fuck off. I enjoyed myself. I had a good <laughs> fucking time watching this movie. So all you haters... <laughs> Piss off. I fucking, I had a good time. It was, it was good shit. It was good shit. My, my voice gets really high when I get defensive. <laughs> I, I can't wait I gotta to hear say you my, my wife loved it too. She actually had a great time with it. Her and I have been actually fighting all week about it. And uh, we've been well, no fatalities it. yet. Though, right? yeah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but flawless victories on her end, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you ask. Um, okay. John, my man, what did you think, buddy? I was left i'll put it this way actually i want to say this i meant to say this at the beginning i'm not happy about the fact that i am no longer the person with the best beard on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh i don't know but i don't know Dustin looks good <laughs> that beard is strong on dustin though <laughs> well i appreciate that but i think you're doing just fine buddy <laughs> I, yeah so i i've been dethroned and i'm not happy but i'll, I'll... um the opening scene left me incredibly hopeful for a really good movie. The rest of the movie crushed my fucking dreams. That's the best way I can put it in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you, I feel you buddy. Uh, Tim, my man, what'd you think? Well, uh, I'm not going to come in as hot as everybody else because I just didn't really care about this movie like in any, in any way. Like even That's from the worse. start, That's even leading worse. up to it, leading up to watching it, I'm like, I don't care. But I'll, I'll tell you what, um, it, I, okay, I think I'm with John. Like I, I liked how it was starting. I was like, I had zero expectations, and I was, I was watching it. I'm like, well, this is actually okay. Like it looks good. Um, you know, it's violent. This is kind of fun. And then, you know, as it went on, it got worse and worse and worse. And eventually, I just fatalityed myself halfway through it. <laughs> I don't know how it ended. Um, but he, here's the thing is I think there's always a problem taking a video game franchise and making a movie out of a video game franchise, especially one like Mortal Kombat, which doesn't have a story to begin with. It's, it's, there could, couldn't be less of a story in Mortal Kombat. So I think I'll to push back yeah, on like, that, my Corey's man. Gonna, Corey, I think, is our uh, <laughs> video game 
knowledge base on that one. Well, I mean, okay, you have your story is very it's a it's a straightforward story. You've got like, you know, a couple worlds and there's uh there's a tournament where they fight each other. But yeah, maybe you can get into each of the characters' backgrounds and stuff like that, but there isn't a really in-depth story there. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't read any of the comics, but the game is just like, okay, here's like a some scrolling text now fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it's difficult to make a movie out of that. So, uh, but I'm disappointed that with the, with their hands kind of untied, they still tried to follow exactly what the video game was when they they could have created this a new world. They could have made something new with it, but. It's especially uh, if they were going to lose the the whole tournament aspect, anyways. Right. Why not just go in any direction you wanted? Yeah, it was okay. Um, it was, yeah, okay to bad for me. Dean, the dream. Um, Corey, you let off this podcast saying sorry and no apologies necessary to me, my man. This movie rules. Um, absolutely <laughs> loved it. Totally enjoyed it. There was no time where I was sitting watching this movie being like, man, this thing sucks. It's not a perfect movie. Of course not. Of course, it's not a perfect movie. It's not what I was expecting. Sat down, had a real fun time with this thing. And Tim knows that if if people are coming in on an opposite end, if the majority of people are coming in on the opposite end and I'm like lukewarm on something, that means I go hard on it. This movie rules. I, I love that. And that's what I love about you, my man. So, all right, we got two, two against three. Um, all right, Zach, what you think, buddy? I guess I'm like a willow in the wind. I'm just bending to and fro right now because... Uh, Be like water. I, I Yeah, well, I wish poetic. this could have been more like water and have instead of a bunch of stones kind of guiding the current in a certain direction. But uh, yeah, I, I went into this automatically thinking, okay, I've already got a bias against all these movies that are going straight to cable, straight to streaming versus theater. And I am uh, have somewhat of conspiracy theory that this is purposeful on the on the uh, production companies of the studios parts because they're like, this movie sucks. Wonder Woman 84 sucks. So we're just going to put it out there so we don't have to lose any more money having it be in the theater. So I automatically went in thinking this movie was going to suck. Um, and, and not thinking the original Mortal Kombat was like, I enjoyed it, but I, I don't watch it on the regular. So I had a low opinion of this film. I was, uh, very impressed by the opening and, uh, was, was taken on the journey. I was going with it. I'm like, okay, I'm down with these characters. It's cool. Uh, then Kano shows up and the guy can't act out of a paper bag in my opinion no, Kano, no. every other word caught take, take. every like other him. word every other word was fuck and yes like, that's Kano though that's fucking fucking Kano fuck. I get that but like I feel like a number one acting rule is like if you can't act you just say fuck all the time and it just draws the attention away from your that's shitty that's how acting. I fucking podcast I, I was not I was not expecting I was not expecting this whatsoever like I have a whole talking point about why does why do we all love Kano and why he's the oh. best part of the movie. Well, it is literally down I've, on that one. I've literally told everybody the best part of the movie is Kano. And as much as I hate the movie is how much I loved Kano. Anyways, I'm sorry, Zach. I, we're totally derailing your overall thoughts. My bad. Bro. It's all good. At first, I was like, is Sonya Blade a bad actor? No, I think this Kano guy is. And it just wasn't working for me. It just wasn't working for me personally. Um, I, I dug the, uh, the Louis Tan. I think he's a he's a cool up and coming actor. Uh, I would have liked to have seen more kind of well-known cameos throughout the movie would have been more cool. But uh, all things considered, uh, I was kind of down overall with the with the content. I didn't think it was terrible. Would I watch it again? No. Do I have far other better 
movies to watch right now for podcasting after dark. Uh, yeah. I've seen watch. No, it's not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I was going to say, Zach, I'll push back on that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Depends on what we're watching. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. I think that guy is awesome. I think, I think that's his name. Well, that is um, his name. And I tell you what, man, I think they did my man dirty. They, I agree. Wait, which which one? Who are you guys Scorpion talking about? Or Sub Zero? Scorpion. 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 Okay. Okay. Because they yeah. totally marketed this movie as a Scorpion versus Sub Zero thing, and that is yep. not at all what we got. Agreed. They ruined Scorpion. I'm not disagreeing with you. That's that's where I was going with it too. I'm like, I want to see more. Oh, we're not going to see more. Yeah. Well, I, sort of. I, I wanted to see more of Kano, <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's gone. Yeah, it's quite all right. Um, Last there but not least, Dustin, you got th- we got three years of action movies under your belt. And no better person to ask on, on this one, my man. What did you think, buddy? Well, you know, I wish I could have a really uh, distinct opinion on this, but I got to come out somewhere in the middle. I, there was a lot of stuff I did enjoy in the movie. I thought the fatalities, it was fun to finally get the, the level of violence that the Mortal Kombat franchise should have because you know the original movie was fun when it came out but they did not have any blood at all to speak of yeah. um but yeah like story-wise it's it's pretty shitty and there's a lot of bad acting going on not Kano though Kano <laughs> was the fucking man <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah I mean uh yeah and uh it was a shame I think that's true about what you guys are saying about Scorpion like he kind of bookends the movie but that's all we get of him. And he's clearly the best actor in the movie. I like Joe Taslam that plays uh, Sub-Zero. He was from The Raid and yeah. uh, Night Comes for Us and stuff like that. Cool. So he was solid, but most of the acting was was pretty bad. So I, I, I don't know. I had some fun with it, but it's not a, not a classic by any means. Okay. Okay. All right. Got a got a few in the middle. Got a few that really enjoyed it, and got a few that that hated it. It's 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 all over the place. That's <laughs> for sure. Um. So I I do want to circle back to Kano because that was my favorite part of the whole goddamn movie. Um. I, I'm you know, and I'm I mean I'm not surprised if if you don't like him, Zach. I mean it's all subjective at this point, you know even though you're wrong, he was the best part of the movie. <laughs> Just I mean, what he's sketching, he's, he's like, I'm, a, I'm an artist. I want to be a cartoon artist. Fucking yeah. That know. came back, right? That was really important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's what? just for a little funny bit. I, yeah. I, I get it. Oh, look, trust me, I get it. And, and you know, uh, the dude that originally played, played Kano in the original, original Mortal Kombat, I know that guy's no longer with us. Yeah. He, mm. I thought he could act circles around him. I just thought it was like very over the top when everyone else was playing like very low and, and you know, uh, very like understated in many ways. And he, I, he's like, oh, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. I found him funny at first and then quickly got annoying because you're right. His energy level never went anywhere. It was just always up. Yeah. But come on, everyone else is kind of dead in this thing. (laughs) I think that is exactly the point of him is his annoying factor. You know, that's, that's the whole reason for Kano. Um, And the way you said with everything dead, I want to transition just a little quick. I thought they did my boy Liu Kang dirty. The, the hero, yeah. the protagonist of the movie that we all kind of like love or knew, he was a bitch in this one. Yeah. yeah I did they do anyone that. right in this movie? Who would they do right? Other than, <laughs> other than Sub-Zero. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sub-Zero and Kano. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, liked, I liked multiple people in this one. Actually, I, I, Shanks actually, I liked fine. Kung Lao. 
I liked Kung Lao. Kung, Kung, Lao. Lao. Kung, Kung Lao. Yeah, okay. Kung, Kung Lao was cool. cool. He was cool, yeah, he was but cool. they they put him on like this, and it was kind of like Liu Kang put him on this crazy ass fucking pedestal, like he was a god. Uh, I didn't like that. And well, see, all right. So, and I'm I'm actually finding it interesting with the with the discussion. Like, I've played every single Mortal Kombat up until the newest one. Like, I've played every single one of them, and his personality is very akin to how he's portrayed in in the later ones. Um, it, it it's it almost it's like they're pulling from some of the personalities and looks and and like overall aesthetic from the last three uh, games, nine, ten, and eleven, which were number nine was actually a retelling of Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. They totally pulled a Star Trek, a J.J. Abrams Star Trek, and made it so Raiden went back in time to, like, prevent something. So, like, it's still canonical. Like, all the other stuff is still canonical, but now they can go back and retell 1, 2, and 3 um, in one game. And they did some things where they actually, like, like some people died that didn't die the first time type of thing. But the cool thing is, it seems like this movie was very much drawing the aesthetic and, and a lot of the personality traits from these latter uh, uh, games that I, I think a lot of you guys haven't actually played yet, which which I think is interesting. Um, no, as far I, as classic, uh, classic, you know, one, two, and three were perfect. Agree. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played any since three, so Dang. that's where I fell off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was going to add too that I my favorite part of the movie was the opening production title card. Um, I forget the <laughs> name of the production company, but that was the best part of the movie with that little animatic. Uh, that was badass, whatever it was, like a kaiju kind of battle thing. I'm like, oh, is this the way the movie's going to start? Oh, it's not. The, pr the problem is you compare that to the 95 opener and that title card of the 95 one is perfection. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Now, and, and Corey, and he, uh, uh, quick question. The character, the main character, Louis Tan's Cole Young, that is not an actual Mortal Kombat character, right? That's brand new for the film. Correct. He, yeah, he is fully new for the film. That's um, kind of wild because we've already got a property that's stuffed to the brim with all kinds of characters, and they're like, you know what we need? We need another fucking character in this thing, a new guy, a new guy who you'd never choose in the video game to play as because he <laughs> yeah. sucks. I mean, that is a Matt Tim. I mean. I, you couldn't have said it better. That's exactly how I felt the entire time watching him. I had no problem with the actor, although I thought he was also a bit stale with very low energy and personality. Um, I take all of that as the director's fault. But, dude, you're 100% correct, bro. Like, would I ever select that character in a million freaking years? Yes, I'll select them once to, do, to get their story ending, and then that would be it because I think his design was very boring. Um, and what does he do? He, he, so he's just an X-Men character. He just, he's what is he, Gambit it's or Colossus? He's, Colossus. He's, he's, oh, yeah, yeah. he's got the Wolverine. Like, how many punches does this guy take to the face and not show yeah. a mark? It's just like, is he, does he have mutant healing factor? Well, that's then, what yeah, I said. Like, like it felt like his power was absorbing kinetic energy, yeah. and I was like waiting yeah. for him to like re put it back out there, but right. it just turned him into having these bladed tonfas. And I'm yeah, like, I, I get, I get why they're doing it. Like they're, do I get why they're doing it. They're, they're trying to modernize it with like, okay, here's your main character, and he's an MMA fighter, right? Like the, the, the champion of Earth is an MMA fighter, which is like the, the newest combat sport. So let's let's make him that. Let's have that as his backstory. And then we can have a cool caged ice fight at the end that is like, was just pain. I thought it was just painful that at the beginning, they show this guy's 
they show him fighting in the cage and then they kind of wrap it up with him fighting Sub-Zero in the cage in an mm. ice fight. I was, oh man, it hurt. It hurt a lot. Uh, Dean, <laughs> what were your thoughts on Cole? Well, I just wanted, I wanted to go, yeah, I wanted to say that I think it was cool that Cole's an MMA fighter and he kind of sucks and he kind of takes a beating, but he doesn't like that first scene is him not wanting to tap out. He lasts pretty long and then he taps out and then his power becomes that he takes a beating and then he can turn that around on someone. I just, I thought that was pretty cool. He, yeah, he can take a punch. That's his thing. He takes a bunch of punches and then he can stab a stick through Goro's eye. Yeah, can anyone I, else do that? I don't think so. He's got to store think, that shit I think up. They made him, I think they made him over the hill because Jax, when Jax is talking to him at the very start, he was impressed because this guy was a champion because he beat some big champion. So yeah. I don't understand why you make him sound like the best. And then he's just always getting beaten up on. It didn't make sense. That I, I was kind of lost with that. I, I don't know. I don't know what, what they're doing. I, like a lot of things in this movie, I don't know what they're doing. I get very confused by a lot of things. <laughs> Dustin, what, what were your thoughts, buddy? Oh, well, I was just, you know, what you were saying, Corey, about the energy absorbing uh, factor. I definitely thought the same thing, that he was going to store it up and unleash it in a blast or something like that. And then instead he has like baton things that come out of his arm or something. Uh, blades? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I, I think... I'm with Dean a little bit. Like, I think the, the concept of the character is not a bad one to be like, oh, he's going to be an MMA fighter. But then I don't know if it was the performance or what, but it just, he just didn't stand out to me as like, wow, this, we really needed this guy in this movie to make a new Mortal Kombat story from. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, we, we've had all these classic characters, and why don't we spend time focusing on the ones that fans want to see? Yeah, yeah, and totally. especially since he's he doesn't really push the plot forward, he kind of gets dragged along with the plot. Uh, Zach, w- was that the, the the actor you were talking about earlier that you like? What, what was he from before? Well, he he's uh well. First, I'm going to point out that the director. This is the first time he's ever directed anything. Okay, is kind of shocking for such a. I, I would consider this a big budget Hollywood film. I suppose. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. uh Lewis Tan was in Deadpool two and. Um, into the Badlands, which is yeah. a great show. Um, he was uh, Shatterstar in Deadpool too. If anybody doesn't that, remember that, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's who he was. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. So he's. I mean, look. Yeah, I totally. I don't disagree with what anyone's saying about you know his performance. It was. It was very kind of flat. I thought he had so much potential, and I'm like, this is going to go somewhere, and it didn't go somewhere. And I totally, <clears throat> totally agree with you, Tim. That uh, you know, like he was he has the backstory of being this badass, and then suddenly he's he's you know this uh mid carter to mid to low carter you know and and part of me is like they need to take a playbook from the you know pro wrestling and 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 kind of give them give us a reason why he can suddenly become more of a badass as the movie progresses you know instead of just totally getting his ass kicked the whole time it's like no you you would you got you got no hope for the guy if he's gonna stay in that in that zone um and i was kind of I, I get why they use the cgi blood but man there were some moments where it just looked really oh, yeah. cheesy as fuck like i hate just, the cg blood I just, squibs i mean i get it i get why they do it but but, but i'd rather have seen less blood uh and and have it more be more realistic than some of the gore droppings where i'm just like uh, just it, 
it's like they somebody like a kid painted over it with uh you know kid pics or some <laughs> shit like that so it just didn't work for me it just didn't work for me and it's and, and i was disappointed when when jacks killed rico they're on the pit do the pit yes you know I, again on. waiting for that to happen yeah like, well it's such a and, and to me that felt like the whole movie where like they go through all these mental gymnastics to make it not about a tournament and do all these things raiden's like well i'm gonna move you guys over here and put you guys here and i'm like just make it a tournament all yeah. your problems are over if you just make it a tournament just make it blood sport make it the make a blood sport and just make it a tournament learn about the characters there and 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 do that um but i do want to talk about the blood and the fatalities because that was a huge selling point for this adam you're our most yeah adam you and dean are our most enthusiastic what is what were your thoughts on the blood adam let us know what, what did you think man and i love how they started off with one i think the most iconic the one that really like pissed off a lot of moms was kano ripping the heart out um because that was like i think iconically one that really pissed off people back in the day and that was one that we got from reptile i enjoyed their kind of version of reptile too i don't need him as a ninja him as a reptile i think works really well very it threw me back to the 95 movie as well um but yeah you, you mean, get that you got to give that over the 95 reptile because i just oh, rewatched. Look, the, i just oh, rewatched 95 yes, yes. Yeah. holy god the cg and that is woo. significantly yes. better much more uh, much more um intimidating and like looked like he could actually fuck shit up uh yeah but like you get Liu kang's dragon you get a lot of i thought solid fucking stuff with the with their fatalities um i would have li loved a um you know a babality or something do something stupid just for shit <laughs> friendship but, yeah, yeah, friendship. <laughs> but no yeah. it was it was good i enjoyed all of the, the death scenes were i'd say significantly better than okay um even probably what i was expecting uh dean where did you feel the same way what did i add to the enjoyment of the film for you yeah, definitely. I don't like I, I don't really know a lot about the video games. I, I still have not played many of them for very long. So really, all I know is that 95 movie. Um, so this like, it's a video game movie. So like the CGI blood and great, I don't care. That's what I'm going to see on a video game. Like it, it felt fine to me. I didn't really it didn't bother me at all. Um, I actually thought all those fatalities were so cool. I thought all those like the big fire dragon coming out, lighting someone on fire. Awesome. Like they were just, they all got me so pumped and just seeing like all the blood all over the screen. I don't know. I, I loved it. I think that's why I loved it. Cause I didn't have all this history with the games. I just, I was expecting like a video game movie and it taught me things. It taught me things about Mortal Kombat. So uh, yeah, I, I thought the, the blood was fine. And Tim, did, did the blood and the violence help your enjoyment at all? Yeah, I did actually. I, I liked the I liked the gore. Um, I, I think Zach is right. The the ease at at how they did the gore, I think I didn't like just how easy they could like slice people open. But I, I didn't mind seeing the gore. Um, that's one of the things that kind of got me into it early was that first fight scene with uh, with Scorpion and Sub Zero, and uh, Scorpion's just like violently killing these ninja. And it was I was kind of like I was like that's where I thought this was going to be something pretty fun. Uh, so yeah, that didn't bother me. And I, I really enjoyed the fatalities. I, I would have liked a little bit more fan service with the fatalities because I think it's so hard to pull off a fatality in the video game. I would have liked to have seen them just in some way incorporate that into the movie, like have, have the character sort of struggle a little bit to actually pull one off. They seem to just come out at the, at just at whenever, like there was just no setup to it or anything. You just, a fatality would be unleashed. So I loved seeing them. It looked great on screen. This movie looks fantastic. It's it's a big budget movie. Um, 
Zach, I think it did come out in theaters though. I think they did release it in theater as well as uh, HBO Max. But yeah, but, uh, yeah. T- so Tim, you're saying you wanted to see them like step up, go back, bend down, uh, yeah, yeah, up, exactly. And then I was like, uh, uh, didn't, didn't pull it off. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> Shit. Sure, <laughs> so the first like, just... You know what? You know what, Adam? Yes, I would have liked that better. I think I would. It would at least would have made me laugh, and I would have said that. I can, I can, that, that's what I remember. I remember, or yeah, even maybe it is some sort of like two or three step process you have to do to pull it off. And maybe it would, it would be funny if they try to do it and they actually, actually can't pull it off and then have to retry it later when they get an opportunity, something like that. I think it would have worked for me because it's just a little bit more of the video game in there. They, you know what they could have done? They could have done that with Kano because he was the comic relief where he could have tried. He was, he couldn't decide what he was going to do. And then I fucking, he just uppercut him. Cause that's what we all did. Yep. We couldn't figure yeah, it out. Right. And then fuck it. We all just uppercut it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, J- John, my man, what, what were your thoughts on the fatalities? Yay or nay? Eh, I mean, there was, I, I liked the, the tributes. I like the fan service and aspect of that. I'm with Zach though. Like a lot of the gore did not look good. Uh, in fact, a lot of the CGI didn't look all that great, and, and that did kind of ruin some of it for me. Although I, I, you know, I can't say that the '95 was better. It was way, way worse. <laughs> yeah. um, even though I could watch that movie a lot more than than this one, I think if I think I think I'm with Zach. If it was more realistic, I might have been able to get in. Um, I didn't get to talk about Cole. I wanted to say something though. Oh, um... get me on Cole, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Uh, to me, Cole in this movie is the same as Shia LaBeouf in the Transformers. I don't give a Ooh. fuck about any yeah. character I've never seen before. Give me the characters I love. That is why this is fucking here. Why do we have this person here? Nothing yeah. against Louis Tan. Great actor. This character meant nothing to me. His his journey meant nothing to me. And uh, Hard to argue with that. Yeah, they, I think they're similar. trying to bring heart into the movie with that. I think they're trying to bring his family in and have that meaningful. I don't care about, I don't want that in my moral <laughs> movie. I don't want yeah. his family. I don't want him trying to save them. And then when he sees them in trouble, he like he becomes more powerful. And how, how long was he trying to cut them out of the ice at the end? It was just like, <laughs> enough's enough already. You, you can't do it. Like, I don't know. Even yeah. before that, there was a point when I was watching, um, when I was like, you just left your family. Like he was in this thing. Like, I don't think I would have just ditched my family for whatever the hell was going on. Like he, he, he seemed like a bad father to me. <laughs> and, and this, this was my point of like them trying to do all these mental gymnastics and like, it doesn't work with like his family. Like, he's got to go here now, right? He's got to go train. And, but that leaves his family vulnerable. It's like, why would you do that? Whereas there's so many characters pre-existing, like John said, you know, a character that pre-exists in the Mortal Kombat universe that has family and connections that could have just been mined right there, you know? And like, or even just like Sonya and Jax, it's a, it's a relationship they could have, you know, merged a little bit better and given something there, you know? And, but yeah, I'm with you, John. I, you have so many people to choose from. Why make a new guy? And, and if you're going to do that, you make a guy that I don't even, wouldn't even want to play as. It reminds me of when they added the, you know, in the very first Hellboy movie, they had to add that guy, you know, the new guy on the team. We all hated him because he wasn't in the comics and his story was pointless, just like Cole's. Sucked. Yeah. You yeah. And, I, and I'll say they, they totally, yeah, I agree with Adam that they bitched out uh, Luke Kang big time. Like, come on that is the, uh, he's an iconic character <laughs> yeah. oh yeah he's so much better Han in the solo 95. like kind of yeah. cheesed it out you know just doesn't make sense i will say i loved seeing jacks get his arms uh ripped off 
Yes. What about his chicken arms, though? That made me laugh every time. (laughs) That was hilarious. Before before we get into Jax's nubbins, Dustin, real quick, what were your thoughts on the fatality, bud? Weigh in on that real quick. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I liked them. I mean, it's true that the CG blood was not not the best, and especially you know even in the opening fight sequence, which is pretty awesome and probably like the best part of the movie, like you guys are saying. Um, right away, the the blood squibs things bothered me, but but uh, Dean's got a point. Like it is a video game movie, and the over the top factor doesn't really bother me in terms of the fatalities. I thought the Kung Lao one specifically was really fucking awesome, like cutting the person vertical with the hat. Yeah. Um. So there were some cool moments with that stuff, the ripping the heart out Kano and the, you know, seeing the, someone's spinal cord inside of them. I do wish we got the Sub-Zero spinal cord uh, rip out. That yeah. would have been, been good. But uh, overall, I was I was pleased with the fatalities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so Jax's nubbin arms. Um, one thing that I didn't love about the, the, the story was that everyone has to find their inner, you know, chi type of thing. Of course, that has got nothing to do with, with the, the video games. Um, Ninjago. I, yeah, you know, and, and then, oh my God. All right. Oh, what John, did they call it? Uh, Arcana or Arcana something? Arcana or something. Yeah. Uh, J- John, because I've missed you on the call one. Start us off on, on the Arcana. And, and let's just group together the whole like idea of the birthmark thing. You know, our, <laughs> both of those are because they're kind of tied together. You know what I mean? I, I didn't I didn't care for I didn't, sorry I didn't it's not that I didn't care for the birthmark thing the birthmark thing didn't bother me I mean if that's how they want to get them there that's how they want to get them there that's fine I don't I don't know if that's really the MacGuffin of that but that's just how they get them there um I didn't care for the Arcana thing either it did not it really didn't do anything for me um I I thought it was incredibly stupid when Jax's arms all of a sudden evolved into the bigger like that that just seems really really i mean where was that stuff hiding <laughs> i mean that it came from nothing so it came from magic came from his, his arcana. arcana his arcana yeah. is same same place the fire is hiding Luke so, so, so dean <laughs> good point so dean the arcana stuff it, that was that was no problems whatsoever with that yeah i think I think for me, the main thing is that I watched, I, I love the 1995 movie and I watched it right before I watched this one. And I watched it with my wife and she's asking me a ton of questions about what the hell's going on. And I have no answers. I don't know how the tournament works. I don't know why this person's fighting this person. I don't know why, who's human, who has powers, what's going on. So then we put this movie on and now I can start, uh, now now we both know what's going on. She doesn't have to ask me questions anymore, right? It's like, we, we, we understand that they have a way that they can get these special powers um, and there is no tournament because honestly, I just don't get how a tournament would work. I haven't, like, as far as I know in the game, you have you are one character and you have to fight a bunch of bad people. How does that work in a movie? There's a bunch of good characters. Like there's no bracket here. Otherwise there's gonna be two good characters that have to play each other somewhere. I, d- I don't get the tournament. So I kind of liked that the tournament wasn't part of it. And I kind of like this Arcana thing because it explained to me why some people have powers and some people don't. So you're saying you've never seen, you know, like Bloodsport or the Crunch Dragon or yeah, totally. I totally get that. That isn't good versus evil. That is people fighting each other. They make friends and they could fight each other later. They, They just make friends with other people there and they could end up on the same side. I don't get the good versus evil, how a bracket works. 
Right. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing. The the interesting thing is the the original game and 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 a lot of the story in between matches is fleshed out in that remake, that JJ Abrams style remake one that they did in part nine. But yeah, that, that it's like it was just more of like, yeah, you draw people in. There was no like Shang Tsung standing with his guys and Raiden standing with his guys, although it, it, it does sort of happen that way. But in actuality, you know, they could all be having bedrooms next to one another. You know, it's not that segregated behind the scenes. And I felt that's what would make it interesting. Like actually Sonya and Kano getting into it behind the scenes, you know, someone breaking them up, like not now you got to do it in the, the tournament. I still think you could have mined a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still think you could have mind a lot of those things but you know john you know you brought it up uh dustin you guys both mentioned uh tournament style stuff um dustin do you think like a a blood sport style or enter the dragon style tournament would have worked in 2021 you know would it work today for for a mortal combat or do we need more as an audience to, to bite into uh, no, I totally think you could do it that way. And and often when I've watched, like we did Street Fighter, the, the 94, I believe, movie not that long ago on our show. And yeah, it was the same thing. We're like, well, there's no tournament at all whatsoever. There's no street fighting in this Street Fighter movie. Why didn't they just take a blood sport template and, you know, get, you know, you can throw some story stuff in between what's happening in the tournament um it's like you know Bloodsport has a story going on as well as the tournament so i think there's a way to do it and uh make sense of that on the, on the other hand this seems to lead into the second movie being the tournament uh, the way that we leave off in this movie that seems like okay this was all the preamble now we're gonna get a sequel whether or not you want it uh <laughs> and that'll have your actual tournament happening so yeah, I don't know. It, I think you could do it and still make it uh, totally viable as a movie. But I get it. You know, if you're if you're like Dean, and I'm sure a lot of people are watching this movie that never played Mortal Kombat, so the tournament doesn't mean anything to them anyway, right? True. Yeah. No, you're you're 100 correct on that. Um, Adam, what are, what are your thoughts on on a tournament versus sort of what we had here, more skirmishes? Um, I didn't have too many problems with it, only because yeah, I kind of agree how it's always has been earth realm versus uh you know outworld uh and then how does that tournament bracket work dean's right with that is it, just kind of weird um but uh, i would actually kind of want to go back to some of the arcana stuff or not really there well I, I had no problems with the arcana stuff i think it was an interesting way to try and explain because they were trying to put this into the quote-unquote real world it's like how the fuck do some of these people <laughs> have these powers they have to okay figure it out somehow sure whatever i'll allow that um, my kind of problem in there is they had a real missed opportunity in the writing, in my opinion, where they kept emphasizing Sonya Blade, you're not good enough because you'll never get Arcana because you don't have the symbol. You're just never going to be good enough. I thought they had a real good chance to be like her prove herself that she doesn't need that shit and she's a good enough fighter mm -hmm. as is and she'll earn her in her way that way. And even when she killed Kano and she earned her mark, she didn't need to you know, figure something out because she's good enough. And then they just kind of like, oh, wait, no, all of a sudden she can shoot rings from her hand. Is that a thing in the game? I've never fucking yeah. seen that. Yeah, she, that's that's like her one Well, that's fucking stupid yeah. because she doesn't need a goddamn thing. Like, <laughs> it, it, there should be some characters who don't need to, to blast something. Yeah, um, that's a thought, good point too because now Kano is dead yeah. <laughs> and we don't get him for another movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, we need him. Thank God. <laughs> damn it zach damn it zach <laughs> Zing. Zing. Uh, yeah uh, uh yeah uh, john what were you gonna say buddy 
I said the to Adam's point about like the stuff just happening. It happens a lot in this movie where things just happened with no explanation. Exactly. How the fuck did Scorpion get out of hell? Right. Or, or, showed up. Or why did he? Why did he go to hell? Like why did yeah. his body physically go to hell in the first place? You know. And then sort of happened a lot throughout the throughout the movie. And then no explanation as to like why Bihan is is still alive in Outworld. Like, I mean, you could just give me something. Say Shang Tsung's wizardry kept him alive all these years, or something like that. Um, now, of course, they're clearly uh, by the end of it turning him into Noob Saibot, uh, which is canon for the video game. Noob Saibot, the Black Ninja, is actually uh, uh, Bihan, uh, which was the very first Mortal Kombat Sub Zero. After that, from two on, is his brother, and he's the good Sub-Zero. But like Mortal Kombat 1, canonical, he's bad, and then he becomes, and Scorpion kills him in the tournament, and he becomes Noob Saibot later. And clearly they're doing that. And I do think that that fans of, of the series were like either consulted or something. Like I do feel like they they deconstructed a lot because they were like, you need to use the, the, the damage, the fighting to open up your arcana. And, and the, basically the more violent it is, the, the better you're going to like get to your arcana or whatever. And I was like, okay, I can see that as a point. Like they are like, okay, let's deconstruct mortal Kombat. Why is it super violent? Well, what if the violence helps the fighters on, you know, I can see like all these little points that they tried to do. I just wish they kind of exercised uh, uh, something from that, but one thing that I absolutely adored about the film was the designs of mo a lot of the characters and the overall look of the movie I thought was fantastic. Um, my personal two favorites were, I thought Sub-Zero looked cool as hell, Bihan, uh, also my favorite character of all, uh, video game character of all time. And I thought Cabal was highly underrated. I thought he looked, he cool looked fantastic. Yeah. I was like, wow, that, that is truly inspired. I mean, he looks almost identical to the video game version if not they better yeah. they honestly i would say that's the best looking version of cabal and i was like oh wow i want more of that and he's dead him and cable <laughs> are dead but uh but yeah the the aesthetic of the film everyone seems to love the first act that first opening act uh, i thought that was gorgeous the whole sub-zero versus scorpion thing i thought that was amazing but i do want to like circle around and inject some uber uber positivity in here and uh and what is it that we really did actually enjoy about the movie if, even from us hardcore the guys that we we didn't like it you know what did what did you guys enjoy about the film uh tim you 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 kick us off what what did you grasp on? You're like, you know what? This is fine. I, I enjoyed this right here. Yeah, I mean, the stuff that I'm not liking is mostly like story and um, mostly the story. But so there's there was a lot of, you know, good stuff in it. I thought the character design was probably the best for me. Uh, I, I just thought like almost all the characters looked really unique. They were very identifiable. Uh, I agree. Cabal looked really cool i thought he was a little bit too beefy um i know you're an you're an armor file though so you, the more the merrier for you Corey. but <laughs> I, I thought he had a little bit too much armor on but i loved the i loved his eyes i loved the way that he kind of would like move quickly with the purple streak uh his weapon very much like the video game really really loved him i thought sub-zero looked great so the character design really really good uh this was the first time i actually ever liked sonia blade in any of these movies i thought she did a really, really good job in it. Uh, and then, yeah, like the production value, I just thought it was a really good looking movie. Lots of um, good, uh, good special effects. 
that's that's probably what I would say for for the positives. Okay, uh, Zach, Zach the snack. What uh, what uh, what do you think, buddy? What did you like the best about it? I totally agree about the uh, about the the tournament. I would love to have seen an actual legit tournament. And I think just going back really quick, I think one with a lot of these movies, I feel like they the they need to go back and look at like pro wrestling storylines where you have bad guys teaming up with good guys and, you know, look at the Crockett cup or, uh, you know, old school NWA wrestling where these guys suddenly are teaming up with each other. It's like, you can build something pretty decent. If you, if you go back and look at the, some of the, uh, the tropes that they used in the good old days of wrestling. Um, that being said, I agree. I, I thought Sonya blade was pretty decent. Um, I actually like the overall unknown. Well, to me anyways, relatively unknown cast. Uh, I think that kind of legitimizes the characters a little bit more versus you go, Oh, that's the guy from Seinfeld. Oh, that's the guy from mad about you. Oh, that's the guy from uh, murder. She wrote <clears throat> Kramer uh, as sub zero. <laughs> I was going to say that would be a hell of a mortal Kombat movie right there. Jessica Tandy as Scorpion. Get over here. You son of a bitch. Academy um, award winner, <laughs> Jessica Tandy. Hal oh, Holbrook as Jax. <laughs> I don't know. So no, anyways, um, no, I, I appreciated that. I thought, I think overall the, the, you know, even though a lot of the acting was flat and that, yeah, that, that falls a lot on the director of like, come on, you can put a little more into the scene or whatever. Uh, but, but I appreciated that. I thought that, yeah, I agree with you. The aesthetic was great. The opening was fantastic. Uh, I could watch that opening two or three times instead of the overall film. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's not even a knock on the movie. I just, I thought the opening was really solid and, as much as I like, I said, as much as I don't like the CGI blood, the uh, the, the the fighting in the in the in the choreography was fantastic. Overall, choreography was great. Best choreography uh, beats the hell out of '90s action movies. You know, mainstream. Anyways, this is probably one of the the better mainstream action movie choreographed films of late that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not quite raid, but yeah, it's it's it is a bit more beefy. Uh, John, raid, raid, oh, raid's more. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna say raid, raid being more like independent foreign film. This being you know an American quote unquote yeah. American movie, they did a pretty damn good job. Um, you know, I'd say Judge Dredd was the the best since this. The best since Judge Dredd, I guess. You mean Dredd? Dredd. Yeah. No, no, he he means the fucking. Stallone. He means the Stallone, Stallone. movie. <laughs> yeah, I love Stallone. Uh, Come on. Yeah. Rob Schneider, yeah, okay. yeah, Rob, Schneider. the the giant of, that is Rob Schneider. Uh, John, buddy, you, what'd you think? Uh, I mean, I loved Hiroyuki Sonata. I mean, that guy can do no wrong in my eyes. I mean, he, yeah, I love every, you know, even if he's in a bad movie, I I always loved seeing him in it. Um, and I was actually very excited to find out he was going to be playing Scorpion. Scorpion is my favorite uh, Mortal Kombat character, so I was. That's the other problem that I had is I was highly anticipating seeing a lot of Scorpion in this movie and I didn't get it. So automatically I was disappointed. Yeah. I, I almost felt gosh. like when he went to hell, <laughs> that I feel like they're going to like, they, they're like, let's just save this for a comic book or like an animated film or something. But I'm like, but what is he doing in hell? Like for like, a thousand years or whatever oh, it was that's the backstory you have to look forward to in the second film man <laughs> god damn it god damn it dustin well you're talking what, what what'd you think buddy uh well for positives i mean 
I got to probably mostly reiterate what Tim was saying. I mean, effects mostly good. Uh, character designs pretty awesome in this. Um, most of them I thought were close enough or or nailed. You know, the look of the characters in the game, or at least how they should look in a movie. So that stuff was all good. Uh, some of the s- sets and locations, although I guess a lot of them would have been CG. Uh, stuff but uh, I was really excited to see the pit even though they didn't use it properly uh, but I mean it, it was cool to see Jax's fatality but it's just why do it on the pit that's still bugging me sorry <laughs> I know why there <laughs> of all things and then when when Melina and Sonya were fighting on this little bridge thing at the beginning like at the beginning of their fight I was like is that a pit like are they trying to homage the pit there oh yeah but yeah that didn't happen um, oh, I, actually I just I forgot that Melina was in this they didn't really give her much to much to do but uh oh and then natara is that the character with her wings yeah yeah. i had to look her up because i didn't know that character she was from like the fourth or fifth game they brought her in i think deception yeah mortal kombat deception but they bring her in and then just kill her immediately (laughs) anyway but i guess you got to have some fodder in a a movie like this yeah um yeah yeah, i don't know i mean tim kind of covered all the positive aspects i think because you know the story stuff yeah not not so great (laughs) <laughs> Adam, give us something positive that we haven't mentioned yet. Give us something that you liked that we haven't even talked about yet. Um, or Dean, where you, if you guys have something. Let's see. Take all the time you need. <laughs> all the time in the world. I'll say the uh, the Natara lady, she was pretty fucking hot. <laughs> she was. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she, I didn't know Is that it? Shang Tsung, uh, you know, do they bang in the, is that canonical? <laughs> she's like, i mean she's pretty hot looking in the uh, the, the video game so he, he should put a great sure interest in her he did. you guys he got should. a thing for winged ladies eh yeah <laughs> um, i didn't i didn't dislike shang Tsung. it's impossible to meet the standard that Ter- Kerry tagawa set because that is yeah. forever the perfect shang yeah, Tsung. for sure yeah. Uh, yeah but i thought you know they they also didn't they utilized him fine for some stuff but they didn't give me too much if they gave me the amount of shang Tsung in this one that they did in 95 it would have been like okay meh that's just too much and you're not gonna live up to the standard but like i thought i thought they handled that kind of stuff well um and you know yeah he looked he looked solid I, the guy i'm sorry to go back negative but i had issues with raiden and mostly it was his acting and i think they they dubbed him and it didn't fit very well with his voice um it looked yeah. off to me yeah, I liked the look of Raiden. I thought his armored shoulder pads were neat as hell looking, but I was not feeling the guy that that yeah, who was playing no. him. And then, like, I saw later, like, who it was, and I'm like, I think I usually like that guy. Like, why is he? Why am I not liking him as Raiden? And yeah, dude, Shang Tsung, like. And again, I thought his costume design was fantastic. Um, I liked the way the guy portrayed it. But the problem is, yeah, it, you just can't even hold a candle to Terry Kerry Takawa, Kerry uh, Takawa, and it's just he had so much personality just exploding out of him that damn you almost like you almost want them just not even to put Shang Tsung in it because it just you couldn't live up to it. Um, Diener, my man, give us something you just really love that none of us have, have latched onto yet. That's hard, man. You're all saying <laughs> all the things that are good about this movie, but. Uh... What I did like as a fan of the first movie and not playing a lot of the games, I liked Goro in this movie that he wasn't in it very much and that he would just came out in a like important moment of the movie. He was only used 
like in a small amount of the movie um, came out, Cole was able to, you know, find his, whatever his, his chi and then, you know, gut him and like put a stick in his eye. I just, I liked that use of Goro because I hate Goro in that 1995 movie. All he does is stand there and yell with his four arms. In the hey, air. he's the only practical effect in the fucking movie. The, he looks, the hey, yeah, true. He looks great. Yes. Goro looks great in that movie, but everyone's doing their cool little, you know, intro before they fight, they're doing their moves and stuff. And he just stands there with his four arms in the air and screams. That's all he can do. I can't wait till that guy gets thrown off the cliff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I like the use of him in this movie. I like that they teased it a bit. Uh, and then he came out, you know, he's CG. He looked not, not very good and then he got killed i i I like that part yeah i had i had world of warcraft the movie uh flashbacks when the cg goro came out 100 percent, man that's exactly what i thought (laughs) it looks a lot like those characters (laughs) i've never actually seen that one um but i you're missing out buddy (laughs) apparently uh but yeah i did like the fatality that cole did on goro i thought that was pretty interesting um i thought he was fun looking like i you know i thought it was fine what they did with him because yeah i mean dean as much as i love the the original movie it's yeah goro is a hard thing to sort of buy into because also too i never found it to be an, an interesting like story point or a feat of strength because to fight like a mountain it's like you know like no one can beat him it's like come on like that's just ridiculous i'd rather see like a 20 minute fight of like two people who are like perfectly matched than fighting people someone trying to fight like a four-armed monster you know so i'm, I'm like okay yeah I, and and i never quite loved goro to begin with like ever in the video games or anything so that didn't bother me so much. It was more just how it was like worked into the story. And Cole's like, Oh, I'm going to quit. Oh, I'm back. Oh, I'm going to quit. Oh, I'm back. And I'm like, Oh my God, pick a, pick a lane and stay in it. You know, yeah. um, <laughs> commit either commit to quitting or commit to going well, full tilt boogie. One of the two, uh, that's a hard thing to buy, man. And you're in your intact or your protagonist is, is, a Oh yeah, no, you don't want it. You don't want a wishy-washy protagonist. That always <laughs> br- brings me right in, man. <laughs> Dude, because the hero's journey, man, like, like, no hero like gives up like in the third act and like goes home they have a moment where they give up and then they find their inner strength but they don't like go home and i was like okay but whatever that's fine um yeah so mortal Kombat 2021 i mean i kind of don't have any more talking points to really go into it i think we kind of covered a lot of things here and honestly at this point if you're listening to this I don't know what to tell you. Either you're going to watch it or you're not. I, I don't I don't have any clue. It, it seems very divided online between our friend group. It seems divided. Even in my own household, we're divided. Uh, Adam, <laughs> did did Keisha watch it with you at all? Fuck no. I didn't. I, I should have known that as it came out of my mouth. Uh, Dean, your wife watched it with you. Did anyone's uh, significant others? Mine did. Dean's did. Uh, John? Yeah, mine did. Yours did. What what did she think? Me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> hers, hers was probably slightly more positive than mine was. Okay. Okay. Uh Tim. Negative. Negative. Uh Dustin. No, are you kidding me? I'd never convinced my wife to watch some shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> Zach. I <laughs> uh, so I'm watching it and and my wife comes upstairs and and she's like, Are you enjoying your movie? And I go, does it look like I am? And she goes, oh, she goes, you want to turn it off? I said, no, I have to watch the rest of it. <laughs> so she sat down and she's like, 
oh god this is gory i go yeah but it's all digital so it doesn't really matter it doesn't it doesn't count <laughs> i just see you sit on the edge of the bed slumped over and she's like do you want to come would. upstairs and hang out and do something fun you're like no what's this <laughs> no i i totally became my dad in that moment i'm like slumped over starting to fall asleep on the side on the couch and like why oh come on wake up come on come on 20 minutes i can do this i can do this fucking kano's dead thank god god damn it you're the first person i've heard shit on kano oh i gotta... I, I plan to be the first and probably <laughs> last oh i'm sure there's others out there that yeah. that didn't care well, for his I just, brand you know, uh, th this brings up a a good point though as far as like video game movies are concerned and if this because you know for for decades right people have been clamoring for a mortal Kombat movie like this with the short films and the uh, and just leading up to this, everyone's been, been wanting this movie, and and it. I think overall, it's safe to say that, that you know across the board, this movie didn't. This isn't like the second coming of Christ, uh, and 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 the, at the same time too, it's not the drizzling shits, right? It's somewhere in the middle. Um, it's kind of scary for me as far as like if if video game movies are going to be continuing to come out and the potential of like a street fighter movie that gets remade and that clearly could be remade. <laughs> I mean, it should be remade. Um, I hope that this is looked at and said, okay, well, what can we learn from this and like make it better for the next one? Yeah. But is that really going to happen? I mean, no, we've had how not. many, how many years of video game adaptations now? Look, and like, like go how West many, said, how many of them are good thinking? So, you know, it's, uh... <laughs> well, it's good to be hopeful. I mean, <laughs> no, none of them. I mean, like none of them like blow your socks off, I think. Uh, but, but, but I'm hopeful that. Except know, for double dragon, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh god! Anything with Alyssa Milano that goes. Well, yeah, they have some gratuitous ass cool. shots, and those are those are okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, uh, Tim! You look like you're about to say something. I did want to say something. Yeah, thanks, Corey. Uh, I there were a, characters that I wanted to be in the movie, and there were too many heroes who survived this movie that I wasn't expecting to survive, yeah. and I think that like those things were some of the reasons I had a problem with this movie. And then by the end, I think I kind of understood what they're doing here. I think they're trying to set up more than one movie, uh, potentially, you know, three or four. I wish they would have said that going into this. If I knew that this was going to be a series, I probably could have been a little bit easier on it. I don't know if that's their plan. I think they're probably trying to see how much money this movie makes before they commit to anything. But that's one of the major problems. I think they've confirmed three yeah. already. Oh, have they? Okay. They've definitely okay. confirmed two for sure. So that's one of the problems I have with, with <laughs> movies is, is they make, you make the first one um, and you don't put everything into it because you're, you've got more coming up. So you're going to make two right. or three. So they save, they've got a lot of good ideas and they only put some of them in the first one, some of them in the second, and then they save the big thing for the third. I like movies that just go all out in the first one. And if it's successful and the writers are smart enough, they'll come up with more ways to make the second one and the third one better. So that's why this one kind of fails for me. But um, one of the reasons I will give it a bit of a pass is because I think maybe after seeing all three of them, maybe some of my concerns, some of my questions will be answered. And I might not look back on this one as harshly as I do. 
It, and I, I agree with that point, and I've heard you make that point on Talking Back, uh, that, you know, don't make a movie with a franchise in mind, and it seems like that's what everybody does these days. If you watch the original Mortal Kombat, for whatever reasons, you know, uh, pluses or minuses, at least it finishes that story. The thing at the end with Shao Kahn, you know, coming in, and it, it's funny and everything, but it doesn't, I don't feel like they left anything behind. They just, they gave you a little bit something to hope to, to wet your whistle for the next time. This one here, I forgot who said it. We didn't see the fatality of the, the Sub-Zero neck rip. That's because you know they're saving that for the next movie. You know what I mean? Like, right. it just felt like they were saving that. And, and I agree with you that you shouldn't make a movie with like a franchise in mind, unless you already have like everything already ready to go and it's something huge. But even like the first Harry Potter didn't feel like, it was the first of like a, a series of films. It felt like they wrapped things up pretty well in the first movie. It's only like Lord of the Rings where the source material is already going to be a trilogy. It's like, okay, I get it. Um, Zach and Tim, those are really good, like sort of wrap up thoughts and everything. So I'm going to kind of go around and sort of get everybody else's uh, uh, final thoughts on the movie. Dustin, just because you're you, you, Tim and Zach are all in my, my bottom row. I'll just knock you out uh, <laughs> next. Uh, what, what are your final thoughts on the movie? Yeah, uh, it's an okay time. Uh, I think, you know, if you were into the the old games, there's enough here to get some enjoyment out of it, but you shouldn't go in with like high expectations by any means. Uh, Got to go back and agree with Adam that Raiden and Liu Kang really sucked in this movie. I wish they, like they should be two of the more important characters and they just kind of whiffed on that. But yeah, it, it's okay. Uh, uh, it's not something I can imagine going back to often, but I, I imagine, you know, once a sequel comes out, maybe I'll go back and see this or maybe I'll, well, no, I won't have to do it for our podcast because we're going <laughs> to release this across, <laughs> across the platform. So uh, yeah, it's not likely that I'll see it again, uh, but well, I didn't. Would hate. you, would you guys have covered it on action action anytime soon? Uh yeah, we we talked about it before this came up, so we we probably would have done it. We haven't even done the original. Maybe we'll go back and do the original. Okay, okay, cool. All right, let's uh, let's inject some positivity into this, uh, Adam, my man. <laughs> Give us some love. Give us some some unbridled yeah. love. So, um, everything that everybody's been saying, you know, with the the negative aspects, is all pretty true. Other than Zach, who's a fucking idiot who doesn't like Kano, <laughs> um, <laughs> but. I want to say if you came in with super high expectations, get off your fucking high horse. It's mortal fucking combat. The first movie is camp awesomeness. The second movie is camp atrociousness. And this movie is in the middle, but like it's got good stuff going for it. I really enjoyed myself. Um, I will probably watch it again at some point. And I, yeah, definitely. Liu Kang was done dirty. Raiden just not up to the potential that he should have done. But like, fuck it, man. Have a good time. I had a damn good time watching this one. And of course, yeah, there are some really good stuff. You got two Scorpion versus Sub-Zero fights. So everyone is saying, oh, I didn't get enough fucking Scorpion. Fuck off. You got two Scorpion versus Sub-Zero <laughs> fights. One before they became it and then one after that. So you had what you wanted. This movie gave you a fucking fan service and I had a good time. You're not wrong. You're not wrong with with the Scorpion Sub-Zero. We did get a a decent amount, especially watching it a second time. I actually really enjoyed the second fight, you know, with the full powers and everything. Um, I know Tim didn't love the sort of fighting in that frozen cage match. I thought visually, I thought that was kind of neat when he'd get thrown against the the cage and the the ice would fall off of it. Uh, Although I am with you, Tim. 
how long could the, those family, those, the, the, sis, the mom and the daughter survive inside of the, the encased and ice, but whatever. Um, opposite, of a, opposite of a hell in a cell match. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> opposite of an inferno match. Oh, Actually, yeah. Okay. Even better. Par, even better. On, on par with an inferno match because both matches kind of sucked. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I, I will say real quick one little tiny thing that I liked of all the references that they made in, in the movie. Um, I did like when when Sony's kind of explaining everything to him and Cole Cole's like, are you sure about all this? I mean, they spelled the name wrong. And I was like, yeah, that okay, was funny. That, that was funny. funny. That was good. Yeah. Uh, that made me laugh out loud, actually. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, it didn't offset the uh, five times that his daughter kept yelling, do your uppercut, do your uppercut. I was like, <laughs> fuck it, just stop saying uppercut, stop saying uppercut. We get it. That was the best movie. We get it. Um, oh, just- do you think Do you oh. think they're going to pull out an arcana for her down the line? I hope not. I hope <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's encouraging everybody to do their uppercut. That's what her arcana is going to be. You can buy her matching bracelet on Etsy right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, one, one thing we didn't talk about at all was Johnny Cage. What did you guys think about the fact that he wasn't, in the movie at all and, and, and he was teased at the end um yeah would have loved to have seen him but it definitely it, it felt like yeah they're just this was a prequel this almost felt like a prequel i, I will yeah, say this really quick I, what tim was saying about you know going go doing the whole thing in one go uh for a, for a movie that was an hour and 50 minutes long i expected it to have more of a wrap-up versus a continuation a continuation at 90 minutes you know um but to me it was like that's way too long to be doing that and i i you guys know i prescribe to the carpenter theory the old og carpenter theory it's like put all your cards out on the table and and, and leave it you know leave the cliffhanger open but not so much to the point where you're like oh a sequel's coming versus i want it to be like you could make this a standalone and it could be a potential you know trip part of first part of a trilogy but uh, I think that's just a change in how bu- the business works now, right? Like there's yeah, a shift totally in that is. whole dynamic of how they sh- they plan for these kind of franchises. It totally is. And it makes total sense the way they did it. And I'm not begrudging them at all because it, it's a business, you know, it's unfortunately it's a business and they got to make it that way. I just felt like it was a little too long in that for it to be like the first part of two more, you know. Or yeah. fuck, if you're going to do that, make it a solid 215 and just go full out. Show every scene that you cut, put it all into one thing. And now that, that shit's streaming and people are not necessarily, I know it came out in theater too, a limited run or whatever, but you know most people are at home watching it and just do the whole thing. They can watch it in three parts. I mean, you know, like We just learned that people will watch a Justice League movie for four hours. So yeah, why not? Exactly. Just do <laughs> yeah. the fucking thing. I only fell asleep I twice during that, Tim. <laughs> I think if you're going to like make the sequel, I like ending this one kind of at the one hour mark where the bad guys win. Yeah, like totally. let that kind of be the ending and let's, let's move ending. into the second one with the good guys trying to make their way back. Like I, I didn't understand that fight. Like Sonya Blade, she got, she has no powers and she completely got crushed by a rock, but Jax lifted it off and she was fine. I was kind of waiting for that to be her arcana moment. Like she was yeah. somehow going to show that, she had power in like death or something like that. But anyways, I like, I like the end right there. I like the bad guys winning this one. And then let's go from there. Take it from there. If you want to move your franchise on. Totally. That's it's, yep. it's weird. I don't feel like, uh, uh, Adam, what's her name? Is it Bridget uh, Sampras in the, yeah. Bridget Nielsen Sampras. 
like she was the worst fighter in the first movie <laughs> and true. this this girl this lady is a better she fighter was, she was billy madison's girlfriend though so I, I know, her I pass. that veronica vaughn is <laughs> one hot piece of ace sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why i asked you i knew you were gonna come back with something but for some reason I felt like they made Sonya less empowered in this movie than in, in the previous one. And uh, I don't know. I just felt like they did uh, Sonya dirty. Um, I, so we still have uh, John and Dean's. I'll just do mine since I'm, I'm chattering. Um, yeah, I, I will say, <laughs> we all know how I feel about the movie. Uh, I will say the second time watching it, I did like it a little bit more and I was able to get into it more. It's not to say I'm going to like it more every time I watch it. It's not to say I'm going to watch it more. Because honestly, I would rather watch the original, right? Like uh, over this one. But if if a sequel does come out, I will watch the sequel. Um, I might rewatch this before watching the sequel, sure. But I, I'm I'm it's Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna be on board no matter what. Um, but I'm just you know whatever. I I love the canon of the the video game, and I know some of that stuff isn't going to translate, but. A tournament could have and also the tournament would have fixed all of your weird story problems that i think we we had but you know that's neither here nor there uh to end on a positive note i'm gonna have john next and then we're gonna finish it off with dean because i do want to end things positively john my man what are your overall thoughts buddy why would you say positive and then go to me yeah, well, because we're gonna end with Dean. You first, then Dean. We're gonna end positively. I got nothing to say. Fuck it. Move on. <laughs> Scorpion rules. I'm with John too. By the way, I just I would have liked to see more Scorpion exposition. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I think good, you could. Few good actors in the movie, and he didn't yeah, really come get to on, say a lot. Like that shit. Um, Dean, my man. What? Uh, and it's positively, buddy. What was? What were your full on thoughts of this? My full on thoughts were that I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Um, I I watch a lot of movies, so this one was just fine. You know, it was good. I had fun watching this movie. If you watch one movie every month or one movie every two weeks, don't pick this one. Just watch something else. Watch something that's really good. But it's fine. I, ha- I had a lot of fun with it. It was a good Saturday watch. Um, I-, I think it makes a hell of a lot more sense than that 1995 movie, which I love. I think it wraps up way, way more than the first, than the 1995 movie does like that. I don't know what you're talking about, Corey, that movie, basically at the end of that movie, it's like, Oh, nothing we did this entire movie mattered. Like it's completely open-ended. The world's about to be destroyed. Nothing they did made any, <laughs> any difference at all. This you're one not wrong. Actually, you're actually not wrong of, about that. Yeah. Kind of has a progression kind of has, you know, and, and I know it's open. I, I realize it's open for more, but you know, something happened in this movie and something ended this movie. Uh, yeah. Basically I just, I got, I got no, no big beefs with the movie. Like I wasn't going in expecting it to like really, really do something huge for me. You know, I was just ex- expecting to have a good time and I did. And uh, that's it. That's, that's well, someone who didn't play the games would say that. <laughs> hey, yeah, I admit it. Did not play those games. Do not know what this pit you're talking about is. <laughs> God damn it. Damn it, Dean. <laughs> Kid Rock sang. Kid Rock sang about it. To get in the pit and try to love someone. Oh Christ! <laughs> no, that's no. That's the song they should have ended on. That's the could have cut to credits with that. Yeah. Come on, kick into American badass and. <laughs> and I, I do. I did. You guys hear the like? Like a lot of times, I heard like like music cues from Mortal Kombat in there, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, you guys like they were theme. trying to make a, a soundtrack different, and then every time they wanted you to feel something 
they cued in yeah. something that was nostalgic from their yeah. either the original movie or just the, it was just the dun 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 you know and, and they tried to pepper it in there i was like just use the score from the original one guys i you know you want to just do it <laughs> just do it <laughs> just and do that's it. some euro trash uh techno 90s techno <laughs> that and yet <laughs> who could deny its power yes <laughs> it was good. powerful it was powerful Adam, didn't you talk? Would you guys talk about that soundtrack at some point? I that feel like soundtrack is phenomenal. John and I adore the actual, like uh, the soundtrack itself. Like they, they pulled in some, like it, they really introduced us to Euro trash techno, but in a good way. We we enjoy it. <laughs> John, do you think we'll have a? Uh, I think he's an done album talking. review. He's fucking done talking. I see him. He's not gonna say anything. <laughs> he doesn't look happy. It uh, it actually had been on the schedule before we just moved it off. So yeah. eventually it'll get it eventually it'll make its way back on the schedule. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. Play some Prodigy over the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Firestarter. <laughs> Firestarter. All right, guys. Well, this was fun. This was our first uh, BFOP Network roundtable discussion. I hope that it's, uh, you know, the, the first of, of many in the future. Um, hopefully, whatever movie we discuss again uh, or whatever we discuss again, maybe a bit more bring us bring us together like uh better than mortal Kombat did but uh let's let's go around and and uh talk about what what podcasts where we can find each and every one of you uh we'll start with uh adam sure uh like i said three different podcasts um you can pretty much just go on the uh bfopnetwork.com uh throw a dart at your screen and probably about 50 percent of the time you'll hit one of the podcasts i'm on that's nice <laughs> john do you want to elaborate on those podcasts other than going to the network website, which you should do, uh, if you want to find us on Instagram or Facebook, you can just search for at Blast Passcast. That's right. Yeah, you guys use that for for everything. Uh, Tim, uh, talking back, what's uh, what's going on over there? Yeah, we uh, we're releasing episodes every Monday and every once in a while on a Friday, and we are at Talkback Pod everywhere. And if you're interested to hear more, just go and find us. Nice. Nice. Uh, uh, Dean, any follow-up plugs for Talkback Pod? Uh, maybe the newsletter? Oh, yes. Yes. I was just about to plug the newsletter. Um, we have a newsletter that comes out on the first of every month, and uh, uh, it's uh, cool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Sold. Sold me on it. <laughs> Signed up. I was actually reading it before we all logged on here. So good nice. stuff there. Uh Dustin, where can we find you out there? Yeah, action action podcast. Uh we're on Instagram. Letterboxd is where you can find our list where we rank the action movies we review. And uh yeah, don't bother with Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the sentimentality from all of us. Although even we do have a BFOP network, but yeah, Facebook, who cares? Um, yeah. And real quick, uh, everyone should check out Action Action on Letterboxd. That is where they are keeping the growing and evolving list of action movies. Uh, and it is a ranked list. So the the podcast kind of goes hand in hand with the list. And it's kind of fun to, to go with, uh, watch, read along, watch along, yada, 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 while you're listening along. So. Uh, Zach, what we my man, say is law. <laughs> exactly. Zach, my man, where where can we find you out there? Well, besides uh, tearing it up bi-weekly or weekly now at this point with Sleazy C on podcasting after dark, you can find me at two dollar late uh, 80s nostalgia podcast. We break 
don't break down a movie, but we talk about a movie, a song from that movie, pop culture moments from that time that movie came out and we interview a actor or performer from that movie. So we have an upcoming interview actually with um, Annabeth Gish, who is a big icon. Uh, also from the X-Files and uh, a lot of notable recent shows on uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, we've got an upcoming interview with um, the star of Rad, Bill <laughs> Allen. And Bill was a great, uh, great interview. Talked about a lot of things from the heydays of the 80s and how he got his start with Rad and all the things he's been doing ever since. Um, yeah, $2 late fee.com. Check me nice. out there. But, you know, as always, find me where the sleaze meets the Z's. <laughs> good. That's a good one. That's new. Never never heard that one where the sleaze yeah. meets the Z's on. I'll be quick on my toes. I know. On Podcasting After Dark. So, yeah, I'm, uh, you guys can find me uh, on Podcasting After Dark and Cartwright talking to my pals about all kinds of nostalgia and fun, like fun stuff. And uh, yeah, everything, uh, make sure you check out the BFOP network. Uh, like I said, there'll be a link in the show notes because people, people don't forget is another great show. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't have Scott on uh, right now who hosts it, but it is a great show that we have on the network as well. Uh, and we also, Adam and I do uh, a Curb Your Enthusiasm after show that can be found exclusively on the Cartwright Patreon. So we got, all kinds of nostalgic fun going on at the BFOP network. And uh, you guys all put on great shows and I love each and every one of them. So that's, that's, that's the best part of this for me talking to my friends and people that I respect. So thank you guys. And once more, I'm sorry to make you watch more no, 2021. No, it's good. It's good. It's enjoyable. It's not, it's not great, but it's enjoyable. I know. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It was not a, the worst way to spend an hour and 50 minutes. There could be worse. So, but we hope you guys check yeah, out Mortal every show. Mortal Kombat and... Annihilation is worse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. And my buddy did uh, ask me today, my buddy Bert, he was like, hey, so which one did you like better? This or Wonder Woman 84? And I was like, God damn it. No, this Mortal is way Kombat. better. This is Mortal... way better than Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Way trash. better. Way yeah. better. Yeah. Mortal Same Kombat. screenwriter. What? Oh, really? really? Same screenwriter. Yeah. He just blew my mind. Shocking. And he's doing um, Shang-Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings and the Ooh. next Into the Spider-Verse movie. Interesting. Really? Okay. All right. Well. Does not give me high hopes. Fingers crossed, everyone. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. <laughs> Look out. Jeez. All right. Well, check out all these podcasts and more over at our podcast network website, bfopnetwork.com. That's bfopnetwork.com. And we'll catch you guys on the network side. I don't know. Podcasting <laughs> side. There you go. Woohoo. Yeah. Join the Podcasting After Dark Patreon community to unlock exclusive monthly content like cast interviews and a fan feedback show. Plus, you get every regular episode of Podcasting After Dark completely ad-free. You can also support the show by rating and reviewing us five stars on Apple Podcasts and by recommending us to your friends. Finally, make sure you follow us on Reddit Instagram, and Facebook for news and updates about future episodes. Just search for Podcasting After Dark.